can you adjust my gain? Can you give me some? Yeah, let me uh, like let me compress cor- it down. Let me uh, tighten it up for you. I want a chorus pedal let on me, my voice. Uh, no problem. I'll put that right on there. Cool. I'm really, I'm really excited. <laughs> it's the Will Show. Oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. It's the Will Show. What? Podcast. Uh-huh. It's the Will Show. <laughs> podcast. Everybody is awkwardly raising Ooh. the roof, sort of. Yes. Here on the, the Will Show podcast number 30. Four, five? five? Is my bean on? Yeah, your bean's on. It's uh, 35. Uh, Will Show Podcast 35. There we go. I I uh, get confused because we missed that first one coming out of uh, the uh, snowpocalypse mm-hmm. and the polar vortex and all that stuff. But uh, we're back in 2014. Things are going well. Uh, downloads are good. Ooh. We're... We're looking for title sponsors. We've got sponsorship packages. You can get in on the ground floor with something that's really, really cheap, or you can be a title sponsor with something that's really, really expensive. What does $5 get me? Absolutely nothing. Okay, fair enough. But uh, actually, the uh, the uh, initial sponsorships uh, or the the kind of foot in the door sorts of things are pretty are pretty affordable, and you can uh, kind of define your time frame as as far as if you want to pro- promote something for a specific amount of time and that sort of thing. If there's a rate card, I need a salesperson because I'm terrible at this. There's I don't a rate uh, card. Yeah, I have a pamphlet. There is there's not there's a digital pamp. No, a digital pamp. <laughs> so if you guys want a digital <laughs> pamp. Uh, email me, willshowpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Rick Rangelovic is here tonight. How about that? He is a famous photographer, everybody. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> but that just tickled he me. He tries to get me to do tasteful nudes or something. No. Time. No, distasteful no. nudes. Right. Distasteful. Let's, you know, be, let's be clear here. <laughs> I know. Do you. Now, are you naturally tan because your skin is, is looks bronze? Yeah. Kind I'm of, like, well, I'm on like the flesh. very anti tanning. <laughs> Excuse me. I think. I think Will was talking to me. No, <laughs> I have to do a little bit of work. Yeah, right? you're right. <laughs> I can't see your tan under your beard. I grew uh, a beard. Yeah, it's you really did. nice. I like it. That's what a photographer would have. Would, would be a full beard. Always... That's artistic. Yeah. I think so. Well, if once your once your photography fails, do you have to shave the beard off? It's like a good luck beard. Photog- like Andrew Luck did with his whole thing, where he got out of the playoffs, so he shaved his Are face off. Are you getting off. a head his start was... on the Stanley Cup beard? Uh, no, I'm just lazy. Oh. Is yeah. really what it comes down to, and I hate having chin, like hair on my neck. So I'll just it's easier just to trim that. Yeah. And so then this part top part kind of grows, and I was like, oh, I like your beard. I'm like, well, it does I look masculine. Up, I woke up late too. You look for, manly as shit. Well, mm-hmm. man, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's Very, working. Sorry, Adrian said she doesn't like uh, she doesn't like stubble because it hurts. But that uh, the week of Christmas when I didn't get to. Uh, uh, shave or I didn't want to shave. Didn't get to. Didn't didn't get to. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Can I shave now? No. No, no, time. no, no. There's no time to shave. But I had my spotty, horrible, like, you know, terrible, like, leprosy looking beard on my face mm-hmm. that, uh, and she was like, oh, this is okay. So uh, maybe I'll yes. try to grow out my beard again. As a female, I will say, mustache alone, awful. Yeah. Worst thing you can do. Full on facial hair. Yeah, I think the mustache nowadays means that you're some a sort pedophile? of pedophile. Yeah. That's yes. associated with like gross, like scary guys. Mm-hmm. Or it's or it's November, right? That's exactly. It. Yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, I was, we had a party, a, a New Year's party. We pre record for the Smiley Morning Show, and all these guys from Bottoms Up, it's this company in town that uh, fills your beer cup from the bottom. And they're, they're just a bunch of like young dudes who are innovating shit in the beer industry, and they're going to all be millionaires uh, eventually once they decide who's going to buy this patent or se- who, what beer company they're going to sell it to. But they all came and they all had these scary like handlebar mustaches on. Uh, they all were wearing like paisley and plaid clothes. Like they're Hipster. like all stuff. Yes. And, Hipster. But I just thought that I had gone to a basement pedophile party I'm for a second. When I was, mustaches. There, I hate yeah. November. So, I don't want to leave my house all month. <laughs> yeah, you don't know whose van to trust, Ugh. right, Lindsay? <laughs> well, and then uh, Chad, I take my chances. Chad Woodward is here. He has no facial hair whatsoever. No. But still looking masculine and fit and CrossFit. That's your thing? <laughs> yep. You know, seriously. <laughs> Here's the thing about you. I, you're wearing the shirt, and I do think I do you, you look on. CrossFit. When I walked in, I noticed that you oh, look like you, you were slender. Oh, Yeah. Thanks. Is it the CrossFit shirt, or is it because you, you've been working your ass I think off? It, I are you think culty both? about it? I don't oh, know what that means. Like, no, he's not bad. Okay. Okay. Am but, I? Okay, good. No. <laughs> but both of these guys are from Comedy Sports Indianapolis. Uh, both uh, improvisers, funny guys, so go check them out there. And then Lindsey Sprung's here all the time, always, every day, every podcast. Every day. Not every day. That's She's, an exaggeration. She never leaves this room. It always smells so bad in here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. She's just rotting away in this little uh, <laughs> podcast closet that we have. She lives in. That's why I chose her as my co-host is because she was refusing to leave this room. And I was like, well, I do want to do a podcast, so I guess that's okay. Remember that first day? We were like, could you stop rotting in here and go find somewhere else to go? And you're like, No! That's how all of my relationships have happened, too. Yeah. I'm not leaving. I refuse to leave. Anyway, so uh, welcome to the Will Show. Uh, I've got some stuff that uh, is driving me fucking crazy this week. It's Adrian's birthday. Yeah, you didn't forgot to take the garbage out. Uh, I know. Well, here that that I uh, that's fair. I deserve that because last night. I'm sorry, I was real harsh with you right there, Will. But... Yeah. No, you really you really nailed me with that. But uh, I, last night I got home. I was tired, and Adrian's like, "It's garbage night. You know what that means? Time to take the garbage." <laughs> oh to... my god! Is this you what I'm what missing out means. on by not being married? These kinds of conversations. It's garbage night. <laughs> oh my god! It's time to go fuck on a pile. Of garbage in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, missionary. <laughs> it, it was just you know she always does the little like trying to be soft about it, but it's always annoying because Passive I always aggressive? forget. Yeah, that's what that's called. And I just said I'll take it out in the morning because I get up god awful early and I'm like I'll just pull it out in the morning. She's like I bet you hundred dollars you forget. And I was like, no, I won't. I'll do it. I know you. I know that you're indicating that I'm a failure of a husband and human being <laughs> in this whole conversation, but I'll do it in the morning. Well, today's her birthday, and uh, and so I had this whole little uh, you know cute thing set up. I uh, had a bunch of her favorite snacks or whatever, and I made a trail of Twix to the kitchen where it ended at a big pile of double stuff Oreos. And uh, some chocolate milk or whatever. So uh, it was just something that's that is, exactly uh, what launched the Oregon Trail. That's what they follow. <laughs> they follow the Twix. Adrian yes. died. A of half dysentery. gallon with a smiley face drawn on it of chocolate milk. That said "Happy Birthday, Chocolate Milk." Like I was I said, saying diabetes. "Happy Birthday, Chocolate yeah. Milk." Yeah. Well, she <laughs> loves all that stuff, and I, that was just like just a way to acknowledge it's her birthday because we're having a bigger dinner Saturday after her uh, studio opens. She's yeah. opening her uh, photography oh, yeah, yeah. studio. Hey, as a famous photographer, you might want to come uh, check it's, it out. It's beneath me. Yeah. 
I have a beard. I've now. already been published. I, I have a beard now, Will. I don't know if you've noticed how good of a photographer I am. I have hair I've on seen my face. It. it looks good. You, I mean, maybe she can learn something from me. Is what I'm saying. Like, like beard growth. Yeah. Well, here, Adrian. Just, just focus. Just push hard. <laughs> just push hard. Ding, 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 ding. Next time you do it on a pile of garbage, be sure you're face down. You might just start growing some hair. I don't know. Oh. I don't, it might be a protective reaction in the body or something like that. You know what day it is. Yeah, you know what the, you know what it's time for. So uh, I I got distracted because I was setting up this trail of Twix into our kitchen and the and, and the you Oreo. started Twix. eating them. It's like the trail, <laughs> trail of tears. I know it's the opposite, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a happy trail. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. So she she was, I f- totally forgot to take out the trash because I set up her little birthday surprise for when she'd wake up. So, so she cared more about the fact that you didn't take the trash out? Yeah, so the only gift I ever would have, have have gotten her this morning, would have had to have gotten her this morning, was to take the trash out. And that's the first thing she posted on Facebook, was like, happy birthday to me, I had to take the trash out. And I think that was just to like put, like put push my buttons, because then she posted a picture, like a collage of all the stupid little cute things that I did. So uh, I don't know which one's truer, but I'm pretty sure it's the anger. I mean, yeah. it's, it's happy birthday to her, you... Gave her all her chocolates. You gave her chocolate milk. You gave her double stuffed Oreos, and now you also have to give her one hundred dollars because. Oh yeah, you're right. That's that's why she's happy about it. It was a one hundred dollar bet. She's like, I'll bet you a hundred dollars that you forget. And I was like, No, 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 it'll be fine. And because every other time that I've promised to take it out in the morning, I I have I've remembered to do that because it's the only thing on my agenda before I leave for work. And uh, I just got to I got I got whisked away on the trail of Twix. So. <laughs> <laughs> totally distracted by all of that. <laughs> yes, yes, Lindsay, I see your disgusted face. When people love no, one I'm another, laughing. when you don't have a lustful, you know, promiscuous, temporary relationship, you oh. do silly things. Like uh like put a trail of Twix for your the that person you beautiful. love. Lindsay, yeah. are you on are you on Tinder? No. Because <laughs> a, a, a lot of your friends are. You got kicked <laughs> off. You got kicked oh. off of Tinder? Yeah. What no, is Tinder? You can. <laughs> so, so, it's awful, and it's the most wonderful thing in the world at the same time. What, is that the thing where the What pe- sites haven't you tried? Because you've already admitted that you tried... I got kicked tried... off Ashley Madison. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on, I that's not this. a dating site. It kind of is. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. How did they prove that you weren't married? Huh? How did they? Huh? <laughs> is that the exact same email you sent back? I got kicked off the Ashley back. Madison dating site. I got kicked off the Dolly Madison dating site. <laughs> <laughs> I got kicked off of all of them. <laughs> I got kicked off the Dolly Parton. Mm, wow, site. man, now, Rick. So uh, Tinder, Tinder is is awful, Will, and it is again. It's the most wonderful thing in the world. It's this app that you get for your phone. It connects. Via Facebook, but it doesn't, like, it will never post anything, or so they say right now. And basically, if you're on it, you put just a couple pictures up in a little bio, and you're just in their system. And then all of a sudden, you put in an age range. I should say all of a sudden. I should say you put in an age range and, like, a distance from you. And then all of a sudden, it won't go down to 14. (laughs) You can manually go (laughs) into your settings. No, so it's like like 18 to 99. I'm like, well... Anyway. So this is just like kind of like the the condensed version of a dating site. Well, sort of. It's more like hot or not meets a dating site, and and so oh, yeah, That's people's true. pictures will come up, and you can click on them and see more. But you either swipe them left to get rid of them, or right, and you're like, yeah, this person seems a lot of fun. 
Right? <laughs> I, it is, it so, seems so, like they have a good personality. Right. So it is uh, the most, I don't know. Superficial so, way yeah, yeah, to, superficial to decide. No, superficial. But, so, but the, the thing about it is. Does it they, show other people your list, your keep pile? No, no, no. So you, so it just your goes. Pile. So your thumbs up thing just goes into, <laughs> into your garbage pile, right? <laughs> And, uh, that you're building to eventually have relations but, on top of when you find one. But you're you gonna have relations with the hot chick on top of your garbage pile. Well, no, rejected it's, chicks. it's more complicated than that because in order to get to that step, there's another step where so you have your like pile and no one has any idea what that is. So there's a girl out there that's going through hers that sees your picture and she either swipes you left or right. And if you both swipe and you both say yes, we like that, then it says hey, you're a match, and now you can talk to each other. So if you're like oh this girl's super super good looking and you swipe her right she's like oh nope look at his beard garbage pile. garbage pile <laughs> and so she swipes you like and, and neither one of you have any idea other you know you have no clue all you know is when you match so if like you say yes and the person never checks it they delete it but then you but can you know to, you've been rejected by all the girls who you you said yes to who you haven't had chance to talk to or right? they just haven't seen you in their little list uh, that's, i guess that's true no that's how i rationalize it but it will show you since it's on facebook it'll say like you have these common likes and here are your common friends oh however let's point out I've heard on multiple occasions that you specifically skew results because you have a thousand friends. Yeah. I do? Yes. Yeah, I see a lot of So a lot regular, of regularly lists say that you have one connection and it's always will. It's all, yeah. <laughs> because all your fans love you. Oh, And they yeah, want to friend yeah. you on Facebook. Well, it's uh, a, another friend who's done this podcast who's female. <laughs> Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> that well, that I'm pretty not much gonna say it's that pretty much on nar- the radio. That narrows it down to the one girl who we thought was very awkward and Claire. <laughs> it's Claire. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh so she gets but it's a much oh, different Oh yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> it was very early on. Well, well, we worked out the kinks. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a new study though cuz I I was talking with Claire about this and where I I always said the same thing that this, there's a guy online who's like it's so much easier for women on dating sites than it is for men cuz they get um just approach so much more, yeah, I guess, because and like the, the pool is larger. So a guy, I, guess, I think it was on Reddit, he he went on a dating site and he posted a female profile. Yeah. And he's, he quit after two hours <laughs> because the things that he got were so awful. Yeah, he, so disgusting and depraved. He didn't even have women. a picture you, up. You have to be... A, it, you get nothing but creepy stuff. Yeah. That's why I don't think it's easier. Because no. the, the amount of... Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, you go on the, you get. the the Tinder app, and you're like, you see, I, I was looking over Claire's shoulder, and she's like, no, no. And we said, wait, click on that guy. It is some guy, like, without a shirt. And I go, I'll bet you the third picture is a picture of his dick. And sure enough. <gasps> oh, my bro. God. Like, Are you serious? Yeah. Well, but it wasn't even like a good picture of one. It was like <laughs> that's what you posted. That was your idea that of was, what was right. going to impress. Yeah. Maybe how, what's the, the how about this, ladies? And when you fly, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> what's the thought process when you decide what dick pic you're gonna put up on your on your uh, Tinder profile? Is it like, man, I don't want to be fully hard because I don't want to be like I'm I'm showing off. I want to be respectful. <laughs> I need uh, like a seventy oh, no. percent picture. No, no, no. <laughs> that's right. So it's like maybe I should. Put one that's like just sort of like yeah. Like then a, she doesn't think you can get it up, right? It's like maybe you're just not working hard enough right. to, for this pick. Like what dick pick or, or completely flaccid and um, cold? Like listen, I'm no secure. Dick pick at all. Well, because as a thing. gay man, 
I support a dick pic. However, you want to go in full charge. You want to show all the goods because you only get one chance to not get swiped left, right? Yeah. yeah. So you go in with a full on like why, this why is not? everything you possibly why have. Why not? That's right. But yeah, you pop a Viagra. Be sure well, you're like pre just about to go. I got Photoshop, man. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. He's do a it right. <laughs> He's a I put that thing over my shoulder. Is that, what, is that what new Photoshop can do? You can just, Why is he holding yeah. the incredible white Hulk in his lap? <laughs> the incredible a, fleshy Hulk. Is that guy holding a baby? Whoa! Uh, right? <laughs> You're well, a match. I saw. Uh, I went to a uh, a party or whatever at the at the the speedway, and there were some guys in the. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. Oh, the track. Never mind. Yeah. Like a gas station. Go on. <laughs> Come on in. Take whatever you want off the hot dog rollers, man. It's a party. party. It's cool. We've got certs. You That's can right. swipe your free, rewards card. Free re refills on the We bolts. have a certain amount of insurance that covers covers damages and lost items. So, man, we're having that. Those, those stupid Speedway commercials that are on, they're like, I get a great meal at Speedway. I can. I love their hot dogs and hamburgers. And they're always here. Like... I think, those, they, I think those people should all morph into like terrible hobos at the very end. <laughs> 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 there's a there there's a Speedway commercial about how Ohio State like developed the perfect blend of coffee for people and based on on people on specific the go. Yes, yes, exactly. Because everyone's got their specific taste. Plus, there's four different flavors you can add on your own. So it's yeah. uh, you know Speedway's always got the coffee choice you need. That is. Always the last choice for coffee. It yeah. should be. Yeah. If you didn't make Absolutely. it at home or stop at like a Starbucks or one of its similar competitors, so just stop. I have a friend. So on Saturday we got together to watch the Colts game, and he just out of the blue was like, "Oh, did they tell you about? Did they make fun of you or make fun of me to you yet about what I did?" And we're like, well, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Well, I went to McDonald's and bought three large coffees. Oh, okay. You okay? Well, I, yeah, I was like, okay, big deal. No, for the snowstorm. Wait, what, <laughs> to you, survive what, the snowstorm? He goes, he goes, yeah, I put them in my refrigerator. And we said, well, why did? Why don't you just go buy a coffee maker? You yeah, live, right. Because he lives about a third of a mile away from a Target. He's like, I just, uh. We said, so you have three <laughs> large McDonald's, McDonald's coffee, which is worth cups of coffee in your refrigerator. He goes, no, I poured them all into a big bowl. And put that <laughs> in <your fridge." laughs> Snow's least, coming. Do you have your coffee bowl? Do you, do your... you have your coffee bowl ready? <laughs> your apocalypse so bowl so of coffee? That's, I like how three was his number. That yeah. four might have been too oh, much. Too much. My yeah. bowl, the bowl's it's going to go big. bad. Yeah. Or like three was just the right amount to survive it. But he doesn't drink coffee. But all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to need this for the snowstorm. What? Yeah. Like like a warming beverage that he was going to keep good in his colding fridge? Well, evidently, I don't know, do you reheat it over the stove? Or whatever you have. I mean, if your electricity goes out, you well, got to do something over a bucket fire. A bucket fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why you had to put straight it in a, bowl. to a bucket fire in your home. For yeah. your I had to burn the couch in the bucket coffee fire because I wanted a bowl purposes. of hot coffee. They were getting mad at me on the uh, on the show because people would call in and they'd be like, "Oh, my furnace is out and my my house is below freezing now. What should we do?" And they had all those heating stations that you you know it was the appropriate thing to do is direct people there. But I was like coming up with creative solutions like, "Hey." Get a metal trash can and burn some boxes or whatever in your garage. You can do that, or open up your oven and put some make a wood fire. Like, is it an oven? Basically, a fireplace. No. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Not god. at all. Not at all. I, well, I just I don't know. I don't know. 
before you isn't an oven a fireplace base isn't isn't that the fire we used to cook food in a fireplace in the olden times it's as much of a fireplace as your dishwasher is a shower (laughs) (laughs) that's a great idea no it's not at all i don't know you could just wash one limb at a time or something but you have to close the door to get that to work you can keep your oven door open and get the effects of the uh you got me Yep, you really got me. Sorry. So about that speedway party. Oh, anyway, so (laughs) well, it's it's long. We're long past it, but I'm just saying they showed me an app where basically it was like that restaurant finder only for gay dudes, uh, and it Uh, was around the city. So basically, you opened up the app and pointed the app in a direction, and it showed you an available gay dude ready to have sex with you. That's that's the glory hole. Is that the glory hole thing? I've heard about that. What? My interest. I know. I figured. No. I'm done. I, <laughs> I'm done here. You're like, my, I'm going to download it right now. My close friend, who is also gay, was telling me the other day about, I don't know if it's an app or a website, but something like that that will tell you like where all of the glory holes around you are. Oh, my God. Like, What's it called? What's the, What's the app like, called? I don't know. Like I'll glass blowing out. locations? That sort of? <laughs> no, yeah. It just directs you but to the, other the broad ripple art blowing, center? Yes. Oh, well, okay. Oh. You just keep getting sent to the Monon Arts Center. (laughs) (laughs) Why do people keep coming in here? There's one glory hole in Indianapolis. Oh, it keeps pointing you to a Chihuly factory. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Well, yeah, so that's just going to be great. There's all kinds of technology. (laughs) We're going to have so much fun. (laughs) Then you put your penis in there and it just burns (laughs) it off. What? I'm talking about the glass blowing. I know. I thought you were talking about the dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. When we come back on the Will Show, I've got some uh, stories for you. One of them is about a a wife who's divorcing uh, her husband because he is a finalist in a one-way trip to Mars. Uh, And then a couple of uh, Walt Disney's niece confirms a few suspicions we had about Walt Disney. And Trace Adkins, a country guy, gets in a fight with... uh, Someone very close to him. Uh, all here on the Will Show, episode Ooh. number thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a lot of rage. There's a lot. Of- it's the Will Show what? podcast. Oh yeah. It's, it's the Will Show podcast episode 35. Are you looking 35. up her phone number? Huh? Are you trying to look up her phone number? Oh, yeah, that's her employee contact sheet you're looking up there. This is WZPL, Intercom Communications. Creep text. I don't think we put our intern's phone numbers up there. It's going to be okay. Don't worry about it, Rick. He's who's, writing He's Whose number down. are you getting? Nikki's. Oh, yeah, well, that's okay. She's, I'll give it to you. She's in a serious, Didn't I already give you? relationship. Oh, then why is she on Ash, Ashley Madison? Dolly Madison. <laughs> why, why is she Dolly always Madison. asking for cookies from me <laughs> yeah, on huh? Dolly Madison? Uh, I got to tell you that uh, buying gifts for Adrian's birthday this week uh, was a real pain in the ass. I I, uh, I I tried so hard to do something nice. Did you get her a lens? And, and no. I mean, those things are thousands of dollars. Oh, so you don't love her that much? Not, not that okay. much. I just wanted to check. <laughs> I already bought, I mean, it's almost like buying photograph lenses is almost like buying her an engagement ring all over yep. again. We've done it a couple of times. And but, been engaged? Uh, well... Yes, but no. Uh, but uh, we've uh, reused the ring. <laughs> I would. I've I've reused a ring. I've 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 told you the multi-purpose ring story, promise ring story before, haven't I? What? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I my high school girlfriend who I was with for many Sorry, years. Sorry, I didn't mean to make a disgusted face. What? Well, listen. It was it was a desperate desperate uh, times of a teenage boy who uh, I to I get knew a that girl she, to sleep with you. No, she was already sleeping with me for several years. So is this I, the one you went to prom with three to four times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Where I wore the same tux every single year and it progressively got tighter. And the tighter last year it was like a like giant fat ass sad guy. <laughs> At the high school prom. It was gross, but the last pictures of that was just disgusting. No wonder she was cheating on me. But that's kind of where the promise ring came in is I got her this promise ring because I knew, like, she was dating other people on the side. And I was just trying to save something that we should have ended long ago. And and, uh, and so I took the ring back, basically, after I found proof of her cheating. And I, I cashed it in, took it back to the mire where I got it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, got the 110 bucks out of it and then asked this chick out on a date I was in a show with and took her out to like St. Elmo's or something for dinner. So uh Which was as much as that <laughs> promise ring and probably got you about It, it exactly amount. was. Yeah. And uh and no, and she took her shirt off later for me. So it was a win win <laughs> win. Ex-girlfriend got to be with the dude she was cheating with. I got St. Elmo's steak and I, boobs were later. So uh, everything, everything was nice. You know what's weird about that particular time is that, that I think that was like the only date that we really went on. And we went back and met her parents at her house. And her parents just kind of shuffled off to the bedroom as if they knew it was boob time. So yeah. we just made out and like took each other's clothes off in the living room that we were just in like having coffee with their parents. And then nobody came out. So it was good. It was good times. And that is the story of me being a dirty ass old desperate <laughs> teenager. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had stories like that at all growing up, like weird like transitions immediately into new people who are just rebound people, but um I, I don't have one like that. I just know like it when we moved, I was dating a girl and we were downstairs um uh, recreating. And uh, well, it was a rec room, so that's what you do down there. And there was a pool table, but it was playing but, but hockey. Never, but they never went down there, and so yeah, things uh, started to happen, and clothing started not to happen, and yeah. and so we're doing that. And then all of a sudden, I hear the door uh, open upstairs, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh god! And she's completely naked, and so she jumps on the other side of the couch, and my dad comes walking down the stairs, and there was a, there was a pool table at the bottom. He's like. What are you doing? I'm like, I, I, I just gotta go, and I just walk straight to the bathroom. Like, I, I'd thrown a shirt on real quick. Yeah. He's like, where? He goes, he goes, where's Amy? I go, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, this, you know, it's like an 800 square foot basement. Like, yeah. I lost her down there somewhere. <laughs> right, right. She I, went upstairs for something. I get in the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh god, oh god. It's on backwards. Yep, my shirt, a collar, yep. a collar <laughs> shirt on backwards. Every time. <laughs> so I, I, I saw that around. Oh, and he had... just goes. He goes. Well, I go. Well, <laughs> and then we, he goes. And he just went back upstairs. I know he, that dad. He knows and, what the fuck was going. Yeah, on. How do you handle a, that as a dad? Now that I'm in that position where I, I think five. about think. Yeah. No. Well, he. I mean, he You're... was. He was. He was laughing about it. But um, so <laughs> you know, being that teenage mind that at the time, see, he goes back upstairs. I'm like, all right, you ready? She's like, get me home. Yeah. Get me home right now. Yep. No, well, that. Why? Well, I have the walking in story where we <laughs> we were uh, we were allowed to be a, this girl that I'm talking about, same girl. Uh, we were allowed to be in her bedroom with the door shut. It what? was an evolution of at in her parents' house with her parents' home. They were cool with us going back there with the door shut. And granted, it took a very long time before we ever really took advantage of that. But by the by the middle of the relationship, we were having full on sex in there. Uh, 
totally nude, like it. Oh. And, and I was, oh. But you know, when when you're a teenager and you're like doing car sex or whatever, you, yes, you kind of have you get out what you can get out, and you try not to be too exposed. But in there, it was just like, man, this is so Shangri-La. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I still remember seeing the Sweet Sixteen banner up above the I maybe shouldn't <gasps> the have glow seen. in the dark stars in the ceiling. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> But uh, so there was one time where we it were like full own. on in the middle of it, and her mom starts like we hear the we hear the shuffling no. at the handle and the click down, and she comes in and I just jumped up off the bed and just slammed the door shut right in her mom's <laughs> face. I think that's every person's first experience with the fight or flight mm-hmm. phenomenon is the teenage years when a parent walks in because you're just you black out. Yeah, you just, I gotta do you just, you just react. It was just adrenaline. I could have there's broken no, her nose. Like, I have no idea what no, happened. Yeah, there's no thought process. It's just movement. I mean, Fix I was it. I was full. On, I mean, it was full on in the middle, engaged in the whole deal, oh. and I just jumped right out of it and slammed that door in her mom's face. <laughs> jumped right Get out, of it. out of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't like believe a fish how fast out of I moved. You how jumped fast out. I moved. Yeah, but uh, and then you're like, anyway. hey, let's finish this up. And she's like, take me home. You know what? We did. I am home. We we well, lo- you at least did. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll just, I'll remember. just be over here by the door. Yeah. I'm just holding the door shut. I made her come to me. I think we all remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I hope she hears this. Gonna get on your carpet. <laughs> Man, it was, I mean, I was so bizarre, but I mean, it was, it was awesome that, uh, that I was allowed, that all was allowed to I, happen. I can't believe that. That's. Yeah. I'm, I, because of the things I did, there is no way in hell if we have kids that they are going to get away with anything. There is no way in hell that's ever going to happen. Uh, you'll stop caring. No, I, I'm pretty sure that I, I know the experience of that, that whole thing about how guilty and nervous I felt every single time afterwards like in that at that age because i knew like i was like i'm not that guy who gets a girl pregnant i'm not that guy who like does this secretly i shouldn't be doing this i still had a fair amount of guilt about it i'm thinking about you having sex right now and i'm not seeing anything dirty but i'm just picturing this poor 16 to 18 year old girl you're also that same age so it's not weird thank you Thank you for putting I'm, me in that. I'm just thinking about how much you sweat now as a 30-year-old <laughs> oh man. And what was that like when you were 16 well, and had less control and less desire to wear appropriate things like colognes and deodorants? I mean, it, oh God. it must have been like she was having sex with a giant sponge. <laughs> <laughs> like a used like a used sponge like that your big, dad used on the car. Old sponge. <laughs> and whatever you touch, water comes you, out. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably I mean, pretty accurate. <laughs> I I don't. I was more. I think that I sw- sweat more now that I'm older and fatter. I think then, like I was fit, so I didn't. I didn't have the same response. Like my body wasn't like trying to shed the pain out <laughs> that it does. Like then, I was running a lot and was a skinny, fit kid. So like you, my my heart rate was probably pretty good, or whatever. My metabolism and cardiovascular system was much better than now. It is was now. it more nerve wracking and distracting that somebody might walk in, or was it more? Did that make it more? Did you lock exciting the door? We started that, to that yeah. like 
after but that. I think that was the that only somebody could walk in. That might have been the only reservation they had was like you can go in there and shut the door because we know that it's like we're loud was kind of their thing, but you can't lock it. But we started locking it after that. Was I worried about it? Uh, well, well, did that, it make no, it more thrilling? I mean, yeah. No, because no, I, I don't know. No, no I, was, I hear you on that. It's terrifying. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. But we got to a point where we were so comfortable because it, it it had gone down for so long without any any problem that uh, that it just became we came content. We had no idea that that would ever happen. <clears throat> Partly because we kind of knew that they knew we were in there messing around uh, because her mom would obviously take her to the doctor to make sure she was on the pill. And so she had that conversation with me that my mom knows that I'm on birth control. She takes me there to make sure that I am. You dated the most promiscuous 16-year-old in all of <laughs> Avon. Avon. Yeah. I don't know that I'd go that far, yeah. but it, pretty close. And it was it was a good so time. So do you keep in touch with her? Yeah, we're Facebook friends. How many kids does she have? Zero. What? She's been through one divorce, and uh, she's remarried now. Huh. Zero. And she's uh, in the medical profession. And cool. we're going to look her up. Yeah. Yeah, please do, Rick. You might no, see. not swipe left, swipe right, <laughs> and be sure you set your uh, age range to sixteen. To <laughs> 31. It doesn't go down that low, I yeah. don't think. <laughs> don't look. Okay, do not look. Anyway, so let's transition out of my sordid history into <laughs> God. We talk about it every time I'm in here. This week, <laughs> well, you must be something about you, Chad, that makes me want to just confess my sins. Ah. Uh, but uh, so. This is this is a rant, and I'll make it quick because we got some stuff to get to. But I was buying flowers for Adrian this week, and Adrian is was specifically telling me that you know what I'd like some nice flowers. Her studio opening is this weekend. She's like, I'd like a nice florist set of bouquet of flowers or whatever it is. So I go into the florist, and I say, Do you have something to look at? And there's just three women just crafting in the back. They like no customers there is, but they're just like. Well, no, we don't have anything for you to look at. It's just like we just make stuff here. Like you ask for what you want, and then we make it. And I was like, do you have a picture or anything? And they got out this catalog, and I ordered something that looked big and spectacular, and something that she could use, like happy birthday, and then she could use it at her studio opening, like as a decoration. That's what she wanted. She specifically asked for that. Like, don't get me grocery store flowers. I don't want the grocery store flowers. So I ordered this thing. I pick it up today, and it is. I can't tell the fucking difference. Between this, it's like a, it's just a normal size bouquet of flowers that I spent a lot of money on. How much did you spend? Rick, this is also why you should not trust the pictures you find on Tinder because it could be the same situation. What I, you get in real life. You could think you're getting a regular sized woman and you're just getting a grocery <laughs> store sized woman. <laughs> you're just getting a grocery woman. You're just getting a grocer. <laughs> a grocer. Okay, name Sandy. She's been there for 20 years. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a regular size thing, and I don't, I didn't, I spent a uh, hundred dollars probably, or or on flowers, yeah, fake flowers. No, they were real flowers. They just weren't. So you got a week's were... worth of flowers for a hundred dollars. Yes. Why don't you go to Michael's Craft? <laughs> I know, Rick. You're you're preaching to the choir. I'm the guy who would like give her the same set of flowers every year, like take it away and put it in a closet and bring it back out if I could. Like that that's my my efficiency and my uh, stinginess or cheapness. Yeah. I would do that. And I'm on board with you, but she specifically requested this. I thought they were going to be awesome and they were just I couldn't tell a difference. I so, thought it was so disappointing. What, what did she say about them? She liked it. Well, I haven't well, seen her all, I haven't seen her all day. I I go, she co- she goes, I come, she goes, whatever. But uh <laughs> 
I, garbage day. <laughs> garbage day's our day together, right? So, so uh, I, I think you married a transient. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, she's there sometimes. I don't know. I come home. There's needles everywhere. <laughs> she, well, I'm also a transient, but she texted me. She's like, the flowers are really pretty. And I said, well, I thought they would be, I thought they were going to be better. I know you wanted them. And I, I'm sure that she couldn't tell a difference. She even said something to the effect of like, I would have never known that they were one or the other. I just think they were pretty, which is nice, and I think it's partly the sentiment that counts, but I'm like, I fucking paid $100. That's as much as I spend on promise rings if for she girls. she told you it's the thought that counts, remember <laughs> oh. back to that list we talked about. It's crap. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, she said they were pretty and they were nice, but it wasn't like, They were oh. cute? Were they cute? No, they. she didn't say that specifically, but huh. she texted a smiley face. I feel like that's kind of a softening of the, Do you know oh, they who, weren't as good. You know who else is pretty and nice? Who? Like a church organist. Yeah. <laughs> She's pretty. Yeah. She's that's nice. what the pastor has to say. She's pretty, yeah. Yeah. Take so, her home to anybody. So anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't leave her at the grocery store. <laughs> I didn't know what to say to these people. I didn't know what to say to the florists, and uh, I didn't say anything at all. So I just feel like I was taken for, like, I got suckered by three old ladies crafting in the back of a uh, hole-in-the-wall store. They hustled me. I, they probably just went down to Kroger and bought a bouquet of flowers and then brought them back for this day. And It's like the, old, you la buy it's like the old lady in Dumb and Dumber that it, uh, took all of Jim Carrey's stuff. You trusted these old women. Yes. Totally was it in a vase? Like a nice, real nice vase? It was in a vase. It was you, in a nice vase. You paid for the vase. That's what you basically paid for. So Yeah, but even that, I don't imagine, could have been anywhere no, near. No, there are like really, get... because if it's a really nice glass vase, like when I've ordered flowers before and sent them, they're just, it, it's, you you'd need be to... a lot better buying your own yeah, thing B... and just getting the flowers. Yeah, BYOV. Yeah, <laughs> and we have a closet full of vases, but I thought this is going to be nice. This is going to be big and like it's going to be spec spectacular or you're going to get it's going to set it. It's going to give off an impression. And it was just like, burr, burr. so was it the size of like what you'd see at like a funeral or is it real small? Like it, be big. it was the kind of the size you'd see at a not that big. It wasn't as big as like the like the big displays. It was kind of in between. It was a medium sized thing. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so that that was frustrating. How I, much do you think you should have paid for it? For that, the, those sets of flowers at, at Kroger, a bouquet like that probably would have been like forty bucks. Do you think that's a fair and reasonable price for flowers? Uh, I think that if you're buying flowers, that uh, that I guess so you want to so pay like five dollars market price. Flowers. You know, it's not what things are worth; it's what people are willing to pay. Right. And uh, and I think that I would be willing to pay forty dollars for those flowers for to, this moment to make your wife happy. Yes. Exactly. Because that's you're really paying for her happiness. That is more in what she wants, yes. So tell her it was a hundred bucks. <laughs> it was a hundred dollars. Tell her it was two hundred. To be fair, you already have. Yeah. Assuming that she listens to this, you've already told her. No, how much so you you're paid. gonna need to tell her. So yeah. you just go you go ahead and tell her. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. But uh so I was frustrated with that. And then today, like her other gift, uh she she broke her iPhone. She cracked the screen. And uh, it was an iPhone 5S, a brand new iPhone that came out in October. She dropped it in December. So she asked for a replacement screen at Christmas. I learned how to replace screens on iPhone 4s by watching a video. And so anytime I broke my iPhone 4, I just replaced the screen myself for like a quarter of the cost. It would cost, you take it to a fix a shop that fixes them or, or to order a new one or whatever it is. So I knew how to replace iPhone 4 screens. And I was looking for this, but since they're brand new, it's hard to find. The fix shops are all, like, 
they're like $200 to fix it now. To replace the phone with insurance was $200. To get something new at the Apple store was like $300, which was the price that we originally paid for the goddamn phone to begin with. So, uh, I, and nobody would help me. Nobody would help me figure out. Uh, AT&T wouldn't talk to Apple. The insurance people wouldn't talk to AT&T. It's just like the customer service was terrible. I don't I, like nobody was in well, there to I help. I guess me. AT&T and Apple aren't going to sponsor the Will show. Son of a bitch. No, but I I, I, I walked into a, the store and I had about five minute conversations with people who are there, who are allegedly experts, who are there to help you like sort this shit out. And they, and all the geniuses, if you will, right? Okay. Whatever they are, and basically, I have five minute conversations at three different places a day that told me that they couldn't help me. Was it was what it was like? You could either buy a brand new phone, or get a refurbished one with your insurance, or you can. Fi- basically, I could fix it myself. But everybody's like, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" Because that's you don't know what you'll you'll get into by trying to fix it. And I was like, I fix my iPhone four all the time, so it's not a big deal. But I just. It drives me crazy that these people wouldn't even have a conversation past, like, the bullet points that they're supposed to tell you. Yeah, because they don't know. That's what you find out with customer service or anything really beyond that. It's just if people don't know, they won't tell you that they don't know. They'll just tell you, no, you can't, you can't. You can't. And and the one, the AT&T lady went so far as to say, oh, uh, this is against protocol. We can't get into this account. If we do that, we could potentially lose our license or job. It's like, really? If you get into my account today, you're telling me that the FCC is going to completely remove AT&T from allowing licenses? <laughs> is that what you're telling me right now? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, it's absolutely, and so I, at that point, I just refuse to deal with people. And that's why I think the lesson is you just have to expect to take care of yourself in life, like, don't expect any help from anybody and just figure the shit out on your own because it's what I learned from my dad trying to teach me math is that my dad had all these old-timey ways yes. of, of, like, figuring out math. And I would sit down and ask for his help, and it would take hours and hours and hours. And, and eventually I was just like, I could probably read the book and figure out how to do this <laughs> without, like, the assistance and get it done more efficiently and without the frustration of trying to learn, like, the abacus way of solving, uh, you know, equations. I, I love that. It's like the Will Show podcast where shit just got real. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kids, if you want anything, you got to go get it for yourself because this world is going to shit on you. Well, don't you don't you agree that, it, you, that most well, of the time that people are just there to kind of exist and get compensated for whatever the, they've agreed to, but they're not really interested in, in really assisting you with anything. Like, the, you've really got to just take the initiative on your own to get anything done. Yeah, but the Depends. core... Yeah, the corollary is you are talking about all your friends when you say that. You're talking about mm. everyone that you know because that's just a slice. Or are the people that you have to interact with different than everyone else that you know? That's yeah, I the, guess I'm specifically— We're all worthless, I think, is my—everybody's worthless. Well, yeah, I way. think your friends have—I think there's a more intimate relationship with friends. But I'm talking specifically about professional, like, customer service people. Like, people who are who are paid to be that—, that Oh, uh, you know, whatever oh, it is, the conduit. Get, there is a girl at the Qdoba down uh, <laughs> off City Way that I don't feel puts enough beans in my naked burrito. And whenever I see her, I walk in, I'm like, oh, God. I'm... It makes me mad because I don't think that she cares about my naked fajita ranchera burrito. <laughs> you don't think? Well, and, she and I doesn't. Get, I get beans. And, and that's, that's kind of it because yeah. it's just this girl working at Qdoba and she doesn't really care. She does not give a rip. Yeah. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. But I just I'm just saying so you have to put your own beans on there or you have to order an extra <laughs> side of beans. Let me get have back you to been it. to a Qdoba? Nope. 
That's you can't do that anymore. No, you, you can't, can't order. You no, can't you, order. You, you a only get to do that once, and then you can't come back. I'm gonna. You know what? Well, well I've started constructing that. my own nachos at at Mexican places, and it's a lot cheaper than the actual meal because I get the chips and salsa for free. Then I order a plate of grilled chicken and all the things that would go on top of it, and it's a lot cheaper, so. and it's exactly what I want. Without having to order the oh. fucking nachos I forgot. from the Mexican place. I forgot you build your nachos chip by chip. Oh Yeah, he individually nachoed nachos. Uh, it should be called the Stingy Will Podcast. Because <laughs> you said something like, I just fix it myself. I just go build my own nachos. <laughs> and, and you, this is how hoarding starts. Right? Because you start saying, well, maybe I'll use that. Maybe if they start charging me for pill containers... Well, I, better, I better save all my pill containers. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you have a room full of pill containers. <laughs> well, uh, if it's a slippery slope, I, I'm what going What if down the it. pizza place doesn't have boxes anymore? I better have some empty pizza boxes. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe I wanted those hard boxes. We should keep all these entertainment weeklies so we can see how much Julia Roberts changed. Might be on a game <laughs> show someday. Might this win is, some money. I'm calling this the analog internet. <laughs> What is the game show question that it's like, all right, for $300, how does Julia Roberts look now? Oh, oh, I got all those someplace. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> they go through your piles, your magazine. Oh, man. But I, I don't know. I just I just had a frustrating week, and uh, I, I think that the birthday is going to be fine, but that's just like the other half of working really hard and not getting anywhere uh, and trying to make somebody happy, and you're not sure if it's working. I just had a great idea. It yeah. doesn't have anything to do with what you were talking about. Sorry. Does <laughs> this have something to do with adding beans yeah. on burritos? Kind of. Kind of. Well, you remember the old show Junkyard Wars? Yes, I loved that. I did, too. Do you love the show Hoarders? Uh, I, hoarder no. Wars, where you have to make stuff out of all the <laughs> junk you find in a hoarder's house. You have to put it together into something, and then you sell it. To get them help. And, oh, yeah. and you have to fight off the hoarder who's trying desperately to cling to the things you're taking from them. I love so that. So it's like an American, American gladiator. gladiator. The hoarder's house who loses gets burnt to the ground. The hoarder is armed with like a Nerf gun or one of those like air guns. You get, oh, it's like, American gladiators. What about yeah. the winning the so winning she's sitting hoarder? sitting on her house sobbing. And you're just trying to run in and grab as many things as you can to build a table. Yeah. yeah. No, it has like a. Uh, it has to be like some Rube Goldberg esque sort of. Oh, thing. okay. Yeah, and, right. and I think the winning hoarder gets all the losing hoarder stuff. Oh my god! So double they win. Called, so they double, move on to the next round. Double or nothing. Is the what new it's hoarder called. wins. The dehoarded hoarder wins their life back. Perfect. Yeah, there it is. Hosted yeah, it's by a, Mark Summers. It's a win-win. Who is oh. also super <laughs> assessive yeah. compulsive. Yes. Yeah, that would yes. be, he just couldn't and even host it. He'd just be totally, I can't be in here right now. Do you think like when he was hosting Double Dare, though, it's like one of those secret things, and they jumped in that big I, pit of I've baked of beans, that. and he's just like, yeah, get yeah. those beans all over those goggles. Yeah, I think... <laughs> No, I think he was secretly like freaking out because it was making the place I, messy. I think it I think it worked for him. Oh. I think it did it for it him. It was like it was like having sex when you think you're gonna get caught just heightens the experience. Yeah. Oh, I that's make where, it I make it some of that's that with, gravy on me. You know, there was there were times in Mark Summer's teenage life when his mom walked in on him putting more beans on goggles. <laughs> shut the door in here. Shut the door. The door. Shut the he door. broke his mom's <laughs> nose shutting the door as quickly as he could. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, I've got this. Uh, I've got this story here, uh, and I love, I love this. 
So uh, last year, a company offered free trips to Mars in about 10 years. So they were uh, doing this contest for families or individuals to sign up to go to Mars. Only the catch was it's a one-way ticket. In fact, we, we talked, we talked about, about that on one of our first episodes. We did. On one of our first episodes, we talked about this. And now they're getting down to the finalists. So there's a 38-year-old guy from Utah who, uh, who's married, and he's been named one of the 24 finalists to get a one-way ticket to Mars Everybody, he has a family who he would have to take to Mars. No, he can't no. take to Mars. What's that? He can't take him to Mars? No, yeah. It's just not him, like you, right? you he, went he won, not just his family. He right. wins. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's true. Let me look at this. Let me be sure. Do we want to reset this, is this his entire <laughs> out of his unhappy marriage? Right. But anyway, he's so I guess either way, the 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 punchline of the story is that he's going to win this ticket to Mars basically. It's a one-way trip. He's adamant about going and his his wife his wife is divorcing him because he's going to go to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> the- so, I don't know. I don't know. He may not even win, but this is this is insane. I just I I would like to talk to the two people, the husband and the wife, and uh, and bring them in here and uh, and figure out what all went down, how it got this far, and why are they just now getting a divorce. Uh, the guy's name here is Ken Sullivan of Farmington, Utah. Ken, thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah no, that's great. It's it's great to be here. Great. <laughs> it's. Just soaking up my last few days on Earth and getting all the experiences. I, the first time on the radio, I'm loving it's, it. It's great to be here, Ken. It's great to be here on the Earth. Thank you. Now, uh, now this is Becky Farmington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hello. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. Becky Sullivan of uh-huh. Farmington. Sorry uh-huh. about that. That's okay. It's uh, fine. So you you applied for this ticket to Mars. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why do you want to go to Mars? I want to be, I want to be the first person to step foot on Mars. It's really what I've, I've lived my entire life. Oh. To do that, and when did I, you discuss this with her before? She knows I love Mars. I, I'm, I'm real big. <laughs> I'm real big into. He's uh, got a whole Mars room. We've been yeah. there many times. So when the news broke that they were going to be offering these tickets, did you kind of have a feeling that he would jump on the opportunity to go? Oh well, I of course I did, but I didn't. I didn't actually think he'd. I didn't actually think he'd be a finalist. I mean, well, he's, he's got so many qualities that would make him not suitable for space travel. Like, like, <laughs> like what? what? He, yeah, like what? I mean, he's an overeater. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's There's... got slight sleep apnea. Um, oh yeah, you can't snore in a spaceship. He, uh, extra oxygen. I mean, he he could never sustain himself on dehydrated foods. Right. So, Ken, what? How do you feel about this? I well, mean, are those are those things true? Well, here on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Here on here on <laughs> you Earth, think things are going to change on Mars. There's no grant. Well, I've got a lot. Of, I've got 18 months to fix it. In the, in the spaceship. <laughs> in the spaceship. <laughs> and overeating, they only give you so many packets of Tang a day, so I'll have to learn. And we tried that. We tried. We tried that. Did you do a Tang experiment at your house? Oh, we called it the tang explosion experiment, yes. The tang explosion. Yes. And what, what happened? How did you do? I, I did great. Did you get four packets a, a day, did you say? Uh, Yeah. Well, on the, on the mission, I, four packets a day is what you're going to get. I, I, I'm i going to have to wean myself off. He made it to Wednesday afternoon. We started Monday. Can I hate, Can I help it if tang is so delicious? I, <laughs> I'm just telling you, if you don't learn to, to, to control your eating, you're not going to make it. Well, why don't they just make tang out of poison then? <laughs> Because that's the only way. Mm. What, what, mm. Hold, hold on. So, so mm. maybe maybe your overeating is a is a weakness. Have you tested yourself in any other ways? 
uh, for for Mars. He had Mars feats of strength day with some of the boys. Mm -hmm. Tell them about it. Well, uh, I put on those gravity boots that allow you to hang upside down in doorways. Uh (laughs) Traction. (sighs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. one of those. And Uh I was in that for a good, wow, what, 10, 15 minutes? Yes. Before all the blood just... Is there a reason that you needed to be upside down? I don't think that you're literally going to be upside down on Mars. (laughs) You don't know much about space travel. Have you seen the movie Gravity? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay, so he was just trying to, like, prepare himself for a scenario. 18 months is how long it's going to take to get there. Yeah. So there's no gravity during that time. Right, I know. So you're going to be upside down a lot. <laughs> there's no up or down. If there's this, no gravity, there's no up or down. You're just taking upside down for no it, reason. It's still relative because when you blast off, you know what's really the floor and what's the ceiling. And, like, you get into space and you think you'd forget. But it's always – right now, if you could be upside down in this room, would you? No. Well, you're stupid. <laughs> be the, the most amazing guy you're going to be the biggest jerk on Mars. Well, there's nothing now, on Mars. There's obviously some tension here. Did this exist exist before? Because I don't know. It seems like maybe the divorce here was was coming we went regardless, the same thing. regardless of the Mars trip. Or is this um, what caused the tension in your marriage? We went through the same thing when I bought that boat. <gasps> you said you'd never talk about that. Well, boat. I think it's time. It's my first time on the radio I'm, and I'm going to talk about the boat. Honey. I don't want to talk about the boat. What no. happened to the boat? What what I happened? I don't want to talk about the mm. I get, It looks so like you, he, you push her into a lot of things I, she doesn't want to do. Yes, all the time. Thank you so much for understanding that. Now, are you jealous that you can't go to Mars with him? <gasps> no. Why would I ever want to leave Earth? Why would I ever want to leave the shore on that boat? Don't, it's the same thing as the no. boat. I just told you I want to stay here on the ground, on the Earth. And see the boat in the water. I don't want to go on it. You have to go don't on it. Make me. We are a family. What are your kids? What do your kids think about? Who cares? This? Oh. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm uh, out of here. Now, is this just an excuse for you, Ken? Get out of your marriage oh, and you yes. like no, your tired. No, 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 oh, no, yes. Tell no, them. Not, tell them about it. No. Tell them all about it. I love. I love Becky. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's a she's an all right lady. <laughs> Talk to me because you can see me. Talk to me. Becky, those flowers <laughs> I got from you, they weren't just from Kroger. I went somewhere to get them. That's a very expensive vase. And you, you didn't even care. Uh, I cared? All you talked about is... I said they were nice and pretty. And did you take the trash out and point it at my boat? I took the trash out. What'd you do to my boat? And put it... On the boat, and I spelled out <laughs> Mars. <laughs> it's like a metaphor. Like mm. Mars is your trash boat. It's your mm. trash lifeboat oh. away from your crappy His whole life. Whole life is a trash boat. <laughs> you know what the biggest piece of trash in my trash boat is? Oh, tell me. You, <gasps> Becky. Ah, uh, hey, hey! You look at me. Look at me. I am looking at you. <laughs> you hold this gaze, and you look at me, and you tell me you don't want me anymore and you want to go meet some Martian slut. I've seen Total Recall. Have you seen how good looking those girls are on Mars? There's a girl with three nipples. And I'm gonna do stuff to all three of them. (laughs) Come on! I I have about had enough of this. There's nothing on Mars but like three rovers that barely work. There are no three nippled women up there, Martians up there. Have you not seen the documentary Total Recall? (laughs) It's not. It's just a movie. It's pretend. It's not a. It's not a documentary. Are you going to Mars because you think it's going to be a slut fest? Is it like a? (laughs) Oh, 
any oh, are you is this like a trip to bangkok for you <gasps> like you don't just do you think that there's going to be intercourse on mars in your boots your gravity boots is that why you're <laughs> training in your gravity boots <laughs> so you look have... at me <laughs> so you have more endurance for martian relations <laughs> maybe you don't even know where they've been it's going to be a heck of an experience. I live in the middle of Utah. <laughs> I live in the middle of a loaf of white bread. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you want some green Martian <laughs> rock candy to suck on. Oh, my God. I, I don't. You I can't, can't believe you would say that to my face while looking at me. I can't believe that. Well, maybe a divorce is the best thing for no. you. Guys. Did you did you give him an ultimatum? Did you say I did. I said, look, there's only one thing that better be blasting off anytime soon, and that is you to the unemployment office, okay? Oh, Ken, you haven't been holding down a job. No. All he does is research, <laughs> okay? He researches and he reads books. He's watched Total Recall so many times he had to get a second DVD. I wore the first DVD out. <laughs> Digital grooves. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm taking the kids to school. I am sustaining this family. And I'm taking a ship to Mars. <laughs> yeah, he's a pie. He thinks himself a pioneer or like like a hero. In How many history. times have you been to Mars? Zero times. Okay. I don't oh. plan to ever go to go to Mars. I Thank don't have you, any... because the Earth is a great place that we should stay yeah, on with oxygen. Always. I really uh -huh. love. I love the uh, atmosphere. Yes, here. there's an atmosphere here and a say. A, it's a, a, a Jesus. Jesus. A Jesus <laughs> I did Earth. not expect there to say no that. I wish I had. There is no Jesus on Mars either. So, wow. Well, Ken, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're going to decide to do, but I'm I, going to Mars. <laughs> I am going to Mars. But and I'm you don't want all of your stuff. It's. It, I just uh, picked up on this. You. You just said you're resistant to the divorce, though. You want her to stay committed to you, even though you're on Mars. I. I just really like the thought of someone on Earth weeping for me. <laughs> and Becky. Becky, look at me. Look at me in the eyes. I want that to be you you're weeping <laughs> in Utah, all alone. While you're doing what on Mars? Probably hanging upside down. <laughs> I will be weeping tears of joy <laughs> when I take your boat filled with all of your Mars memorabilia. Becky, got some news for you. NASA said I could take the boat with me because they found water on Mars. Oh. One of the rovers that you love oh, to just no. put down no. found water. No. I am taking that boat. You are not getting that boat. Okay, I have... It's already, I, it's I look already that, on the shuttle. I look out in the cul-de-sac and i see that boat just sitting there okay you didn't and see it I, today but you might want to they get... loaded it using <gasps> that big crane in you the back of the space of shuttle a... they swung it by swung it in that's uh, right there's a 30-foot pontoon boat right now in the back of a shuttle to mars. headed straight to mars with you me are with a... captain ken wow. you're not captaining at all you're just a passenger oh well I'm you the might captain the boat no you are not you, you are might... the captain of this house, and you're going to stay with this. Look at me. Look at me in the eyes. You stay here and be with this family. We already talked about this. It's decided. But now uh, I've, I've lost track. This has gotten so, so into a relationship a that I wish. Yeah. I think you guys should get a divorce. It's time. But you might, it can if you don't want the divorce, you might want to get to Mars before she can serve you papers. <gasps> don't tell him that. Is that your plan? She'll have to be married He's to you forever. He's not making eye contact. It's totally his plan. 
Look. Gotta go. Look at <laughs> I gotta go to Mars <laughs> on my pontoon boat. Well, thank you for being here, guys. I hope this uh, works out. Uh, Godspeed, Ken and uh, and Becky. I think that your life is going to be better without him. Better without him. There you go. That's a one-way ticket to Mars right there. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to Mars. So. They were a fun couple. They were very emotionally Mars. invested in one another. I'd go to Mars. You would? Yeah, why not? One way? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a family or so anything. So to explain to me one way to Mars. What does that mean? It I mean, you like you can't... just go to die there? Yes. Yeah. There's yes. That you, you just it, get to see it. No, and you're die. guaranteed well, to die there or on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Have they approved anybody to go yet, or is it still no, kind yet. of in the? It's works? still in the planning phase. They had 1,058 finalists for 24 spots, and uh, and he is one of those finalists. So they haven't narrowed it down to the 24 spots that they're going to shoot into Mars. Shoot into Mars. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't... What? I just don't get that. Like, you... It's a one... Obviously, like, it's a one-way trip. To nothing. To not. I mean... To, no, to Mars. Or, I mean, no, I or a... potentially to everything. <laughs> well, but most likely nothing. I don't think the gates of heaven are Mars. No, but the the... Of being the first person or the first group of people to step on Mars would be phenomenal. And you wouldn't give up. Like, that's your legacy. I guess so. But how do you... Do you just die there? But I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> this is I mean, do you, where we no, go. Do you make like not, a space colony There's not like a sandals there? resort there that you're going to. <laughs> I know. It's not like an all-inclusive. No, yeah, I get I think, it. But the, the, no, no. What do you eat like there? Just, how do you... Re- does the food just run out? Like, do you just die? No, they said they're going to send stuff after. It's not like... We're going to crash. We're just shooting you at Mars. And you just <laughs> get like, oh, there it is. Take a picture real quick. Boom. It's done. No, you, you, they're, they're sending supplies. It is. It's going to turn into the whole total recall thing. Okay. So, so if that's you live. A, this is the, the first chance. The, the, the human- women are going to evolve a third nipple because they're going to God rely will. on breast let's, milk. Let's hope so. <laughs> There's less. There won't be as many women. So they'll have to feed the children faster. One, two, three. Three. three nipples. That's right. There you go. Because I assume how it's you happen. can dual feed, right? I, is that a thing? Yeah, I, I think know. so. Lindsay, if you have how do you twins, do it with They your can kids. come out of both. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, you're when you're when you are in season, <laughs> can you dual <laughs> milk? Can you do you shoot milk out of both? When you're in season, can you dual milk? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that's I, one of the I, questions I get it. on the questionnaire to go to Mars. I get it, Rick. <laughs> can I just you dual milk. Dual milk. I just uh, I would go there maybe after all of those people had gone and made it really no, nice. Man. I'd 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 go. Yeah. Well, I, He's I'm such a photographer. I wouldn't. I'm with Chad on this. I think Chad and I like the creature comforts of Earth. We're uh, both married. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the adv- adventuring bachelor. On oh man, the first person to get get it on on Mars. Hey, I'm in here. Yeah. Slam the door shut. <laughs> putting beads on goggles all day long. Think about how thick your artist beard will be once you get there. Just oh, it's thick. gonna be like Tom Hanks in a uh, Castaway. Yeah, that's very cool. All right, I got a couple more stories in pop culture, and then we'll take another little break here. But uh, so Walt Disney has always been rumored to be <laughs> yes that too oh. but we we, <laughs> we killed that rumor last week i think about okay. him having a frozen head or whatever but uh, uh walt disney uh has always been rumored to be racist sexist anti-semitic i don't think those are rumors right those are all facts those are all well <laughs> hold on they they're they're always kind of like he had this air about him where people that he worked with said that he said things that were like that but his great uh, grandniece, 
uh, came out finally. Actually, it was I think it's just his his grandniece, Abigail, Roy, his brother's uh, granddaughter, on Facebook and finally confirmed it because that new movie's out, the Saving Mr. Banks or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's about Walt Disney and oh. the Mary Poppins story. And so she was like, on Facebook, you, you thought that she was going to defend him because they go, try to defend that brand. They do a lot of things to try to defend that brand. But she was just like, no. This is was her. This was her quote. He was hella good at making films, and his work has made billions of people happy. But there's no denying it. There you go. Uh, he is. Uh, he's anti-Semitic. He's an anti-Semite. Check. Misogynist. Of course. Racist. Come on. He made a film called Jungle Book about how you should stay with your own kind at the height of the fight over segregation. So basically, she just like outed him as Wait the family. How old truth. is? How old is she? Well, she's, uh, I mean, obviously, however old you'd be to be the granddaughter of Roy Disney. It doesn't say specifically how old she is, but, but she has a Facebook page, and she says things like Hella. So. Right. So, right. So, it's 14, 16. I remember when I was a two-year-old baby, all that stuff Walt Disney used to say. I don't believe it. But uh, she it. goes on, but she, he, she said he was hella good at making films. His, his work has made billions of people happy, and... Uh, there are mixed feelings up the wazoo. Wait, is that how he was portrayed in that movie? Or is that just that because that's recently come out, there's people talking about it again? I think that because the movie's out, okay. and I think that they kind of portray his character as having some of those qualities in the movie, that uh, she was just basically confirming that the family also uh, agreed that he had that he had some of those tendencies. Mm-hmm. Man, he loved Germanic culture. Uh, that's where he got like all the de- the architectural designs and stuff for a lot of the movies and stuff like that. But he, I think he was a little bit of a Nazi sympathizer, probably. <laughs> and he hated he hated everything, and he like created this fantasy world for kids to go play in. It's Did, just I, I, didn't I, I saw somewhere recently that uh, Meryl Streep was like speaking at some sort of luncheon or something like that, and she just kind of went on a tirade about what a terrible man he was because she was honoring. Um, uh, the lady in that film, Emma... Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, yeah. So they were honoring Emma Thompson, talking about what great work she did Emma in that Watson? film. Emma Watson? No. Oh, no. I'll get back to sleep. Great, yep. Uh, and she basically uh, was just kind of went on a rant about how Disney was, you know, known for all those things and how what, how great it was to be able to have Emma Thompson portray that character that was able to help kind of e- equalize women in that workplace. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. just talked about it. I guess it was The Smiley Show, not on this, on this show, but uh, we... Talked about Walt Disney, how the woman who played Snow White, the voice Snow White, at the time, because that was like his first first feature film or something like that. It was one of the early ones. Basically made her sign a contract contract that didn't allow her to do any more work outside of that to preserve the the uh, uh, whatever, the, the brand, voice, yeah. Yeah, the voice of, of Snow White. So she could only work for him for the rest of her life. That she couldn't go and sing anywhere because the vo- her singing voice was Snow White's voice. She could only sing when he wanted her to sing. He, <laughs> and she had been invited to go like work with other artists. So it was just like this. He just had this woman basically as his slave. Like, yeah, you're but my she Snow signed White it, slave. So yep. who's really the asshole in that situation? I guess so. But I think that once you do that kind of work, then he, he pretty much like if you wanted to do the Snow White voice, you had to sign the contract. So. I guess there's there's that. If you're ambitious and young, and he was she was like a chorus girl or something in one of the one of like a live show that uh, that you would sign it, of course. But then you didn't realize that for the rest of your life, you can't do anything. You are Walt Disney's slave, and he hates you. And if you were a Jew, oh man, that's trouble. <laughs> 
You probably weren't getting hired in the first place. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> don't check Jew on the application <laughs> for Walt Disney. I, I don't see the box for what I am. <laughs> oh, perfect. There's, there's You've the... passed the Walt Disney test. Oh, great. Mm. <laughs> and then uh, I, I love this story, too. And, and I don't talk about country music too much. I worked for a country station. Didn't have a great experience there. Don't really care for the country music. It's an opportunity for me. It was I like playing Snow White. Was that was with Wank O'Brien, wasn't it? It was like Wank O'Brien. Yeah, here we go. It was with Wank Garth O'Brien. Brooks with his hit song, Whatever Friends in Low Places. Friends in Low Places. Why did I choose this crappy music? <laughs> Uh, so uh, Trace Atkins, who is now a popular country musician, uh, is going into rehab after he got drunk and then uh, fought a Trace Atkins impersonator <laughs> at a country cruising, the cruise Caribbean cruise, on a cruise ship in Jamaica on a karaoke contest. So he was hired to go on this cruise to judge a karaoke contest, to hang out with people. There was a Trace Adkins impersonator who sang a Trace Adkins song on a cruise, and he ended up fighting the Trace Adkins How impersonator. Did, uh, what what sparked the fight? Uh, I think that uh, they were he was singing the karaoke song uh, like Trace Adkins as a Trace Adkins impersonator would, and Trace did not care for his impersonation. And one thing led to another. Uh, another, he got physical. And then it was just ended up being an all-out brawl on a cruise ship that you can't get off of, by the way. So it was just like the Trace Trace Atkins. Oh, well, I say that because I had a severe panic attack when I was on a cruise one time. And uh, and it's a terrible feeling to know that, like, you can't get off of this goddamn thing in the middle (laughs) of the ocean. It's gigantic. It's like saying, I can't leave the city. Yeah, but it was just that idea. I can't leave this mall. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you know, for I thought I was dying, and the place where you have to go to get medical attention is, is, is attention is deeper in the deep, ship, deep, deep, deep in the, in the ship. ship. So the there's no way in hell I was doing that either. So I just had to work through it, <laughs> drink some more. But uh, anyway, we actually have Trace Adkins here, who is a country star, and we have the Trace Adkins impersonator here, who uh, who they got in the fight, and I, I think they I think they still have some heated feelings about the whole thing. Uh, Trace, uh, what happened here? Well, I just went on that cruise, you know, and just handshaking with all my fans. I love my fans. Number number one, I love my fans. I've got the greatest fans in the world. And, um, you know, we just all just hooting and hollering out there on that uh, cruise ship. And, hooting uh, and hollering. <laughs> so what is your real name? You're the Trace Atkins impersonator, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What's the secret? Okay, so you don't have, when you're in character, you yeah. don't ever reveal. No. Nah. You don't uh kind nah, of I just need people to think of back. me as old Trace Atkins. So you're Trace Atkins mm-hmm. and you're you're well, fake the, Trace Atkins. The lawsuit says his real name is Don Fordham. <laughs> so Dom. Secret's out, but that's all right. That's just fine. It's just okay. So you were judging a karaoke contest on a Caribbean cruise. No, we were just hooting and hollering and having some fun. I thought I made that clear. He was judging, judging me, and uh, got up there to sing one of his hits. And, uh, you know, I've I've been doing this for a couple years now. You sang a couple of my hits. Why don't you go ahead and name them off? Uh, (laughs) Well, you got uh, Friends in Medium Places. Uh, (laughs) We've got uh, uh, this big old plastic cup. (laughs) And uh, what's uh, Oh. Dodge, Ford, Ram, Chevy. That's right, yes. Farm, yeah. Some sort of machine makes you happy. You party on some sort of mechanical device. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's usually how uh-huh. you write a country song. It's like, what's your favorite I, oh, mechanical yeah, she device? She thinks my tractor's sexy, yeah. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, Trace, Trace, you, you started singing one of these songs, one of your hit songs or mm-hmm. B sides, and uh, all of them. What happened? Like, could you give me an example of uh, what? Just sing a little bit of uh, my big old plastic cuff. <laughs> when you wanna get a drink. Why stop a think? Just grab for your big plastic cup. <laughs> okay, now, now I that do, sounded, I do not sound like that. <laughs> that sounded an awful lot like you, <laughs> Trace. like a jingle. That, that, <laughs> the, you do not sound anything like me. <laughs> now, let's, can we hear it one more time? I just want to hear it. Just, okay, it's when you want to get a drink, why stop a think? Just grab. Get a big old plastic cup. I don't always remember the exact words. But it's Hence why I impersonate but I just, you. You just sound awful. You sound nothing like me. Well, how does the big old plastic cup go? Uh, it goes, when you want a drink, don't stop and think. Just get a big plastic cup. Okay, now you sing it again. When you want to get a drink, use your thinker and get a cup. You, you sound you sound like a monkey beating a baby with a violin. That's how bad your, your voice sounds. <laughs> I have won two to three other karaoke competitions. I can't even understand what you're two saying. Two to three other competitions, you, sir. You I sound will. like you're talking gobbledygook. I uh, can't understand mm. a word out of your mouth. Mm. <laughs> wow, it sounds Give like it tensions up, are still pretty high. So, uh, honestly, Trace, i, I got to tell you that I thought that he... I mean, Lindsay, didn't you think that uh, it sounded awful, awfully similar? I, yeah. If I had my eyes closed, I wouldn't have been able to ooh, tell the difference. Ooh, if I if I were you, I would not get him going about how how similar we are. We've we've just agreed to disagree. It's oh. okay. All uh, right. Well, let's let's uh, let's do uh, let's do another one of the the songs that you mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. what, what was that? Ram Ford. No, no, no. The friends in medium it, it, places. It's Dodge. Too. It's Dodge Ford Ram Chevy. The, right. Dodge Ford Ram Chevy. I was okay. sitting in the car lot. Hold on. No, no, no. Wait, don't go yet. I w- this is an experiment, okay? okay? Oh, do you want uh, me to close your yeah, eyes? Yeah, Lindsay, close your eyes. All and right. I want you to... I, okay, I'm going to point to one of the Trace Adkins. You guys are singing Dodge Ford Ram Chevy right now. Just a little part of Dodge Ford Ram Chevy. I'm going to point... Keep your eyes closed. I'm sorry. I didn't know where you were starting. Yeah. So don't cheat. I'm gonna to point to one Trace Atkins, and you've got, and then another, and you're gonna to have to tell me which one's which. Okay, you ready? Sounds fair. All right, you ready? Ready, Lindsay? Ready. All right, here we go. I was sitting in the car lot, minding my own business. Friday night rolls around. Okay, now the next line of the song, I'm gonna point. Sitting in a car, can't see what it is, so I get out and look up from the ground. Okay, Lindsay, which one? What? Which one was number one? The impersonator. Definitely, no, no, definitely. You're wrong. See, this is a double Works blank. System. Do you need to hear more? You, you, hear? you don't have an ear for nothing, sweetheart. All and right, it's gonna it's gonna come back to bite you later right. in your life. All right, close your eyes again. Here okay. you go. I'm gonna do another experiment. You ready? The, the, let's keep going with Dodge Ford Ram Chevy. Okay, let's get to the chorus. Yeah. Dodge Ford Ram Chevy. Dodge Ford Ram Chevy. Dodge Ford Ram Chevy. You are off. You are flat. You sound like a bassoon being taken by a rhinoceros to a monster truck rally and played like a vavuzula. Oh my God, that could that could be your next song. You make a note of that. That's pretty good. I like. It could be the next big country hit. You sound like a rhinoceros taking a vavuzula. To a, a bassoon. A bassoon. A bassoon. Using to it a like monster a bassoon. Truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that might be Vuzela. just as good as Dodge Ford Ram Chevy. It looks like, oh, look, look at that. Laughing. You guys are coming together. <laughs> yeah, because Have you guys we, ever of, thought about working together? Uh, 
I know that sometimes in the past that's kind of helped people. Jimmy Fallon, you, just, Lindsay, what, what Lindsay, don't I can't even listen to you. You sound like a chalkboard being scraped with a cheese grater. <laughs> now, mm. let's, let's let her go for a second. What, we'll what break we, some windows. What if we sing friends and medium places together? Because we both know the words, so we'll just sing it together at the same time, and we'll just go. Okay. Now, if this will shut you up once all and for right. all. Here yeah. we go. This yeah. is great. This is like yeah. a battle. Yeah. We've got Get Trace Atkins, the country star here, and a Trace Atkins impersonator that he beat up when he was drunk. But now I think they're resolving their differences, and they're going to sing friends In and song. medium places together. This it's is like gonna be an awesome. Episode of Glee. All right, when you guys are ready, this is this is what a treat we're bringing. The we're gonna solve this this problem. I've got friends in medium places where the people sit in medium places. That worked great, Don. <laughs> then there's a big uh, big guitar solo in there. You wait for a while, wait for a while, and then you just go back again and you say. I've got friends in medium places where the whiskey is kind of medium places. <laughs> Don, you don't know anything about my music. You don't know nothing about my voice. But I'm I do glad you so well. I'm glad I punched you in the throat on that carnival cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't get anywhere at all. Thank you, Trace Atkinsons, for being in here. There's only one Trace Atkins. It's me. And back, one impersonator. Back to rehab. Back to rehab and back to the Carnival cruise ship. Bye, guys. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, when we come back on The Will Show, episode 35, which we have yet to name, so keep that in mind. It might be called Trace Atkinsons. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that sounds like the motivational speaker that uh, you talked about last uh, time that yeah. put the S on it. Yeah, John's Earls. <laughs> I'm Trace Atkins for the Trace Atkins diet. <laughs> you can only it's, eat pure country it's food. Just cigarette butts and <laughs> fried butts, chicken. Fried chicken. And... That's it. That's all country That's folk the whole need diet. And women. And women. You I knew can I eat wore as my cowboy boots today for a reason. Coors oh. beer. All right. When we come back, uh, I've got... Uh, it's man versus nature when we come back. A couple of stories that... Uh, one about uh, Bigfoot, an interesting position Bigfoot has been put into, and then a man with a parrot, all here on The Will Show, episode 35, currently named Trace Atkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Rangelovic's here. Chad Woodward is here. Uh, Chad hasn't been here for a long time, so uh, I'm glad that you can it's make been it back. Several months. You've been getting a higher degree. Working on my high, higher education. Education, so you can form businesses and do things yeah. bigger and better. Yeah, I, good. I can understand a balance sheet. Damn. I can figure out what an escrow is. I quit right halfway through my master's degree. Yeah, you did. I paid money for it and paid paid off a student loan for a degree that I didn't get. You were so excited about it, too. Yeah. I had fun. I I enjoyed school. I like going back to school. There's something comforting about knowing exactly what your expectations are and being able to work towards that, as opposed to the working world where you sometimes really have no idea what you're supposed to do. So uh, it was, I, I love school. I had a good time in school. So I'm glad that you're back there. 
I'd never leave. Never leave. Just I intend to take out as many loans as I can and keep learning. Well, that's what I'm convinced that's what professor, college professors have decided to do was like, guess what? I don't have any interest in trying to apply this to anything in the commercial world that the the educate the world of education is so cozy and comfortable, I think, that mm-hmm. uh, that all you have to do is like share knowledge. That job has actually been on the past several years the list that comes out of like the least stressful jobs. College professors always on there. Yeah, I mean, how how sweet must it be once you're a tenured college professor to just like year after year it's the same class and all you have to do is kind of kind of stay up to date depending on what your field is, but you're doing something you love and it's all theory. And not get your hand in the cookie jar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, never leave school, Chad. I won't. And watch out for people trying to put hands in I won't. This is, this is actually my last time I'll be in here because I'm going to enroll in another class and never, ever, ever come back to the Will Show. Oh, God, no! I, can I, I can't remotely do this, right? No, you can't. Not oh, at all. It's on your phone. Yeah, we, we put Mookie on there Call one it time. In. It did not work out very well. Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He was late. It just didn't make any sense. So uh, I've got a couple of stories about just about uh, things in nature. And, you know, humans versus nature. Uh, There's a woman named Virginia Wade who's making about $30,000 a month off of self-published books. And uh, the books aren't just about anything. They're about people and her having relations with Bigfoot. So there's apparently a whole subgenre of romance novels about <laughs> I have heard about this. <laughs> relations with monsters. <laughs> and it's pretty lucrative apparently. She's making 30 grand a month and uh, her series her series is called Moan for Bigfoot. <gasps> <laughs> now I have heard. I have not heard about this particular one. Yeah. But I heard about the subculture of books of like cave women or women having sex with dinosaurs. Yeah. Which I feel is in that same vein. Oh God. Yeah. Well, that's what it's all. That's what it's all about. They're very explicit, and they. It's like the. It's like the Fifty Shades of Gray of Bigfoot junk. It's a it very explicit. Goes into a ton of detail about Bigfoot's uh, member and guy and the way he uses it. And it's so graphic that there, that well, uh, there there isn't anything that I can specifically say about it. But they are trying to create some tempered uh, audiobooks for uh, for these novels, Moan for Bigfoot, that can be occasionally promoted. Yeah. So uh, in fact, uh, I, I couldn't get Virginia on the show specifically, but she did send me a couple of excerpts from uh, from these audiobooks. Uh, <laughs> they're a softened down. Uh, a little bit, but they're still pretty intense as far as uh, this particular genre, which is called cryptozoological erotica. So, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, this is all about, you know, relations with Bigfoot. Uh, here's uh, the first excerpt from Moan for Bigfoot. Uh, this is where uh, Bigfoot and uh, the woman that he is with uh, meeting meeting for the first time. Oh, okay. You want me to read it? Yeah. All right. Okay. Caroline sat in the windowsill of her cottage, dreaming dreams. <laughs> she looked out into the wooded area and saw something she hadn't seen there before. A stoic yet virile hair thing standing <laughs> next to a bush. Caroline thought to herself, I wonder if this entered me. What would happen? 
So Caroline <laughs> went out to the wooded that. area to meet the hair thing, and she discovered a man with feet the size of two feet. <laughs> a Bigfoot. That's pretty, pretty. <laughs> she introduced herself, curtsied, and then the Bigfoot took her, laid her down on a soft moss, and began to work away. <laughs> Okay, okay. Like, uh-huh. let's stop right there. Okay. Okay, but so, that's, so that's kind of like the beginning of how these things start. It doesn't take too long for Bigfoot must have some serious game to get that woman right on the moss yeah, right away. I was just gonna say, I think he just assaulted her. <laughs> <laughs> how romantic is it? How that language of he had the foot the size of two feet. <laughs> she self-publishes. I don't. I don't know that it's good writing. Yeah, right. Fifty Shades of Grey isn't great writing, but man, no. it's hot. All right, we got another exit. Rick, would you mind reading the next one? This yeah. Is, this is a pretty. This is, gets a little steamy. This is in a cave, uh, and it's a. It's way. It's way intimate and pretty detailed. So, uh, do your best here to get through it. I'll, I'll try my best. Okay. The beast took Caroline's gentle small hand and led her into <laughs> the cave of regret. <laughs> That's, what, that's actually what it says on the paper, the it's cave a, of regret. Yeah. It's a metaphor, okay. I'm just, I'm just reading. Yeah, I know. It was dark and dank in there and had a smell of musk. <laughs> this is where the Bigfoot had made his home. <laughs> Caroline nudged him in the shoulder. Bigfoot responded with his gentle murmur of a roar. <laughs> Awful writing. It's, All right. Well, it's, it covers two lines. It's in quotation marks, and it just says, yeah. okay. I don't think he has much dialogue. Caroline, so this is where you live? <laughs> Take me, Bigfoot. Take me here in your shanty hole. Bigfoot, sensing that Caroline was ripe and in season, proceeded to bite most of her clothes off. My goodness, screamed Caroline. What are you going to do with that? Seeing elk bone remains on the floor that did not clear out. Bigfoot responded. Caroline swooned even deeper, and the passionate lovemaking took place for the entire length of the full moon, beaming in through the caves. That is very graphic. Oh man, very detailed. All right, we've got one more, and this is probably the uh, the most uh, the most graphic of them all. Uh, I, think, it, I think Lindsay should read it. Yeah, Lindsay, just pass it over to her. All right, Lindsay, you uh, you play. What do you think we I should don't ever feel play? Comfortable the, I, reading. Just read it. Uh, it's okay. This one's all dialogue, so you read Caroline's lines, and then I'll I'll read Sasquatch's lines. Uh huh. And then I will also read the elk that is laying there dying's lines. Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, it gets a little weird. Man, this gets uh, this gets very Wait, detailed. Wait, what this, part am I reading? You're Caroline. This, we are. This is the height of their intimacy. Uh, they are in the midst of beast and woman uh, relations. And this is this is these are the things they say to each other, and it gets pretty it gets pretty intense between the two of them. It's right there. Go ahead and just start. <laughs> and most of this is screamed, so uh, it's all in caps. That seems to be so what. So this is the middle of their one of their. The book calls them sessions. Again, so. if you're just uh, if you're just joining us, this is uh, Moan for Bigfoot audiobook excerpts. A woman is making thirty grand a year with. Uh, 
Bigfoot Erotica, and uh, they're making them into audiobooks, and these are excerpts. And uh, right now we're reading them. Co-host Lindsay Sprunk is going to read The Woman, and, uh, <laughs> and Rick's going to read Bigfoot, and, and Chad's going to add supplemental characters throughout the scene. But this is actually something she wrote. And this is that the height of Bigfoot and woman relations. Lindsay's lines are all screamed. Uh, they're all written in caps. So uh, here we go. You guys ready? Ready. Yeah. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead, Lince. Just just go ahead and read <laughs> no, that go ahead first read that line, line of dialogue. That it's just said. all A and H's, so you can interpret that any way you want. Oh! Oh! Uh, uh, ah! Oh, my God. What? Ah! 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 I knew your feet were big, but I had no idea. Ha! <laughs> that elk? That elk is just there. I could not have any relations with the elk bones sitting around oh, screaming. Oh, sitting around screaming. <laughs> oh, I'm just sitting around. Uh, so anyway, that is uh, that is uh, Virginia Wade's. <laughs> the book is so good. <laughs> I know. She's making. Can more. you believe it? She's making thirty thousand yes. dollars a month uh, uh, off of this. Uh, what is apparently called oh, cryptozoological erotica about relations with Bigfoot. Buy big that book. book. Uh-huh. So, oh. is there anything in there that substantiates the? Uh, I don't know the kind of. I don't know if it's a myth, but the f- size of the feet is oh, an yeah. indicator of the size. Oh yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, it's very detailed. Okay. I mean, apparently both are. Are, are chock full of blood. <laughs> I don't know. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Did you just have get the vapors Engor- for a second? I tell you what, he's Engorged. gonna do great. He's gonna do great on Tinder. Yeah, uh, <laughs> swipe right, swipe left. It's just a picture. <laughs> Engorged and throbbing. <laughs> just, just a picture of Bigfoot's dick. dick. The third picture is oh, Bigfoot's I'm dick. Swipe I that to the oh, right. right. <laughs> garbage. He, he, but he prefers the garbage pile. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so we have uh, this other story that ha- this happened this week. Uh, a 49-year-old man in Mexico City went through a DUI checkpoint, and he was totally drunk. And he might have gotten away with it because he was a drunk and very functional, but unfortunately, he had a friend along with him. It was his parrot, and uh, he uh, he ended up ge- being outed by his parrot. So th- this uh, man is named Guillermo Rees. Of Mexico City, 49 years old. Uh, he just got arrested uh, for a DUI. Uh, but, was he okay. coming from home? Where was he coming from that he had his bird in the car? Uh, I think that uh, he must have just carried... He's like a companion pet. Oh. It always carries... He's like he's like a land pirate, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, is, that, is that right, Guillermo? Yes, yes, I am a land pirate. <laughs> a land pirate or parrot? Pirate. Okay, and is this your parrot? Ah. It's my Parrot, parrot. Ah. What's your parrot's name? It doesn't say here in the story. One. What is one? Is one? It's one parrot or one one. One one one. 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 Is your last name one? One. So this is your parrot in uh, in C. And you just you got pulled over for drunk driving. Dios mío! Oh, the policia are so is so strict in the Mexico City. I thought they were. 
were pretty loose. Like you could just bribe I, I, bribe the police. I in was pretty drunk. <laughs> they aren't that loose. So what what exactly happened? It seemed like I drank maybe... a whole bunch, and then I drove my car through Mexico City. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to make... Were you swerving? Were you weaving in and out? Were you dangerous? I did not. Ah. I didn't think. I thought I was perfectly straight on the road. No, he wasn't. No. It won. What? What? I was drinking dark eyes. <laughs> you were drinking dark no. eyes. What? I was no. drinking dark eyes. Oh, your parrot! But your parrot seems to talk a lot when you don't want him to. Mm, he's the free spirit. <laughs> you don't mind? Bird happy. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, so you got pulled over. The police came up. They probably did this. Day. Sir, have you See, been drinking tonight? He, no. <laughs> They hit him with a club. (laughs) Whoa. Well, I guess there's different kind of rules in Mexico than we have here. If you stagger when you get her up after they hit you with a club, they know you've been drinking. You get to go home. Because you you still get to go home. (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird rule. It's uh, it's Mexico. So so the police came up. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? You almost said yes, and then you said no. They hit you with... Yeah, no, no, no drinking. Do you think no. you could have convinced them that you were you were fine oh. had it not been for your bird? Gilaramo is very convincing, Lindsay. Ah, he doesn't even know his own name. It's Gilaramo. <laughs> I know my name. He can say it however he wants. It's his name, Parrot. Ah. <laughs> Agreed. Parrot just agrees with that. So what happened? Uh, you got hit with the club. You got back up, and then... They made me walk in a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you do? Not uh, great. <laughs> I, I did super. But they said, well, that seems good enough. That seems like, okay, it's straight enough. Yeah. Just like his love life. Ah, straight enough. <laughs> How do you, is, it, is he implying that you uh, kind of have an experimental love life? Ah, my curious mom. <laughs> <laughs> is this true? I mean, not that it matters, any. Well, if it doesn't matter, why do I have to answer? Well, you you can it's, do whatever. You, is that is that your response to the cops too? Well, evidently Lindsay isn't interested, so you might be. So, <laughs> yes, I guess See? you just play in the field then. See, uh, okay. Is there and then uh, the cops uh, put you back in your car, straight enough, whatever, and uh, they were just about to let you go, and then what happened? Well, I pushed down on the gas, and it wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. Because ah, the, I took the keys out. Oh, I flooded the engine. <laughs> Parrot, you took the wand, you took the keys out? Yeah. He's responsible. Yeah. Uh, do you feel safe in a car with when Glamo's driving? Oh, no. I'd rather fly. I clipped his wings. <laughs> I can't fly anymore. <laughs> How do you feel about having your wings clipped? <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> now, Who's going to take care of you, Juan, when I am in jail? Nah. <laughs> Probably just eat crackers. I'm not going to leave no, you wait, any hold crackers. On. Is Juan, that... you have sold me out for the last time. Oh. So were you mad that he clipped your wings? Is that why you sold him out? That you were trying to be free, get free of Juan? Bruh, it's time for intervention. Bruh. <laughs> Juan, are you trying? You want to leave me? You're my everything. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Juan, I saw the application for your trip to Mars. Oh, no. I know you want to be the first parrot in Mars. Wow. Oh, <laughs> why, why would you leave Earth? For the experience. <laughs> God, this is like we have a very disinterested practical parrot. 
<laughs> He's the brains of the family. <laughs> Is he part of your family? Yes. I treat him like a son. Okay. But, well. Wow. All right. All right. Well, guys, are, what are you going to do? Are you guys, I think that maybe it might be better if you guys went your se- separate ways. You could help him get help, uh, maybe find some kind of way to get sober, and then you can go. Ah, I want to go to our nature preserve. Yeah. I want to go back to a bar. <laughs> a gay bar. <laughs> Okay. They have good food there. <laughs> Sometimes he uses an app and it tells him where the gays are. <laughs> <laughs> Just spin it around and it tells me. Mm. Oh, One time God. it took me to the Cholula Museum. <laughs> the Cholula Museum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Loves a glory hole. Oh, no, God. Uh, well, it sounds like you guys need to work on uh, on what's appropriate to say when and uh, or just go your separate way so he stops giving away your secrets. Is this the first time he's ever kind of gotten you in trouble or outed you? Oh, no. Ah. Sometimes he goes on weird dates and I tell him about <laughs> the bodies. Ah. What? No, he said nothing else. We have to go. <laughs> so we're out of time here. <laughs> Ah, tell me the truth. Ah, ah, no, ah, no. Ah, Wait, what are you doing, Lamo? No, ah, stop. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that is Glermo and Juan right. the parrot. Uh, apparently, still working out some things between the two of them. Uh, <laughs> there needs to be a counseling session between them and the uh, the Mars couple. Yeah, I know. Man, I hope he doesn't read any of that Bigfoot literature because I would get the wrong idea. If he's already bi-curious. Did you guys see that guy punching that parrot? Yeah, that was that was Juan, and the Juan was a parrot and Glamo, and uh, they were they have a strange relationship. Uh, I think they're trying to work things out. Uh, Juan is like an abuse, or Glamo is like an abusive father to that parrot. There's where... been an overall theme of people fighting on this show today. Have you noticed that? Yes. Trace Adkins, the parrot, <laughs> the Mars couple. They don't have very... good relationships. No. Is there Will and his high school girlfriend's mom's <laughs> face? <laughs> and a <door>. Fighting. <laughs> That's right. Uh, when we come back on the Will Show, episode 35, still currently named Trace Adkinson's, we're going to wrap up the show with uh, a little list I found. Uh, about uh, just just something that uh, some second graders came up with, the steps to love, uh, right here on The Will Show. Second graders? Yes. <laughs> we, start, we start creepy and it gets in uh, creepy. That's right. What? Second, can they can the love things. <laughs> <laughs> it's The Will Show. Podcast. When do I start I start talking. Uh, here we go. Start. Here we go. I'm talking about Do I start? Do I start talking? I just like Lindsay Lou. I'm throwing Lindsay under the improv bus. Is my favorite thing. It just it, we we Everybody's sometimes we're throwing out of our comfort zone. We we get a little like then you get in your head and then all of a sudden you be, you panic and I knew like the 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 pinnacle of your panic is when you're looking at us dead eyed going <laughs> and then the only thing that comes out of your mouth is. Do I <laughs> I know, I because I, I know that feeling. Brick and Todd did that to me a couple well, like last month or whatever, and I because I was totally in a different frame of mind, 
Uh, it's not that I mind having it tossed to me, but I was yeah, totally yeah, in a different place. If yeah. you're off and not thinking Now the same we've thing. all yeah. experienced the sheer panic of that. Uh, of having how hard it is to to start a scene out of nothing or try to try to come up with something you weren't expecting to have to do. But that was hilarious. I I uh, <laughs> I hate that and I love it all at the same time. <laughs> So I'm just going to wrap up the show today with uh, this uh, this stupid little list that I found. There there are second graders in Boston uh, who were asked by their teacher to come up with a list of how to fall in love or a list I to love, love these. or guidelines. These are always funny. Guidelines to love. So two second graders came up with an 11 point list about how to fall in love. And oh, is this like a step by step? Yes. So oh, these wow. are their steps in order to love. Just keep that in mind that this is love, and this is there's actually Rick, a little pay picture. Pay attention; they don't teach this on Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> they don't teach a whole step lot on one. Swipe right. Swipe right. <laughs> step one. Look at picture. Swipe judge, left. judge, judge quickly. Judge, judge, judge. Put on garbage pile if not perfect. <laughs> uh, Tinder is an app that uh, you know either swipes left <laughs> or right. Look up. That's right. Just go look it up, but it's just based on pictures. Look for me on Tinder. So here is the two two Boston second graders <laughs> list of steps to how to fall in love. First one is uh, you first stare at the person. So uh, that makes sense. You have to look at so just like on Tinder, you look at the picture uh-huh. and you stare at that it. Makes or in a bar or a club or the playground, wherever you might be. Or on the glory, <laughs> or on a glory hole app, you look at and you stare at the app. Go on. Yeah, you just look down at the hole, wondering what may be beyond. I agree with that one. Yeah, yeah. stare at the person. Stare at the person. Number two, no, no, I, have cre- such, I have such trouble with that because I don't know how how much stare is too much stare. You wait, us. you wait until they look at you, and then you look. No, not nope, clean my not teeth working with my at tongue. All. Okay, nope. I like to stare at people too, but it's more of just out of curiosity. It's, like, it's a glancing kind of thing. I don't glance. I just, I just but not outright stare. Because well, you, you're married, yeah. And married guys have no tact when it comes to looking at anyone anymore because you don't not care. True. Right? You say you don't care. No, they. Most married guys, they're like, I don't care. Like, yeah, she's just gonna walk away. And go, I don't care. I'm married. Well, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, save it for me. I don't Can care. you be a wingman for once? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, like you said, on that app that you use, your dating site, I, I blocked you and I wasn't even there. You just mentioned my name and it fails. So I can imagine how terrible I am sitting next to you in a bar. But I said, uh, that was, I was out and there was with a married guy and this girl walks by and his head went around like a damn owl. <laughs> like it spun Ooh. all the way around and then it just slowly tracked her. Or like he, like she was an enemy jet fighter coming in <laughs> his radar. And I just, I have to stare the other way. What? What? She didn't see. Yes, she did. Yeah. And she you did. Just, you blew it. Yeah. Well, I was, and I was going to blow it. I was going to mess it up. Let me mess it up on my own. Right. And it, because there is, a, if you roll the dice, there's a chance that maybe that she might be equally interested in you. That's why Tinder's so great, is that it just gets you right past that step. It's so superficially yeah. awesome. So, step two is you get close to each other. Which makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah if the staring's like going well. Like, get to know her, like, physically. No, I think like, they move are... closer from where you're staring. These are kids. I think it's more literal. Not physical. Yeah. 
Cousin. But I think that in proximity, I love when you call me that. I think they mean proximity because it, it gets a little more detailed down the list okay. here. Oh. Uh, three is you ask for a date. So yeah, you can't ask for a date across the room. You have to stare at them until they want you to come over there and ask them for a date. So that's step one, two, three. So far, I'm they're, out. They're Makes smart. sense. I'm out. <laughs> I got out Rick after step one. And left I got out after creepy stare. <laughs> Why isn't this working? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that wasn't so true. I honest to God wish that wasn't true. And it, it is so true. It is. Uh, well, well, that's my life. We're having a small intervention here. It's not that Let's hard. get to step. Why, why is it so difficult for you? I, uh, uh, I just think Rick is intimidating. I think that Rick, rather than looking like inviting when you look at people, no, it's not like that's hilarious. Like that's <laughs> that that's funny, but like you're just normal. You're gazing. Look, is it my beard? <laughs> well, partly yes. I'm scared when you look at me. Uh, uh, so anyway, you ask for a date. I think that I would get I would get out after you get close to each other because uh, you're sweating. Gross. I'm you're sweating. Heavy, you're There's heavy a lot of smell around me. Ugh. <laughs> I, just, I just can't even think about it. It just makes my stomach turn. <laughs> okay, so let's get. <laughs> Your poor wife and her birthday <laughs> gift. <laughs> oh, we've she asked you. you to take the garbage legit out because laugh, she did laugh. <laughs> Pity laugh. She asked Will to take the garbage out because she thought that's what the smell was. Yeah. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> you slimer. You jerks. Uh, so let's pretend like we're normal people who can actually do this. Uh, you ask <laughs> for a date, right. stage three, stage four, step four. You go in bed. <laughs> you go in bed and you do sex. Is <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> that what it says? After the first date, sure does. How do this is it? step four? There's eleven steps, by the Holy way. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Step five. Step five is when you kiss, you suck and lick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Suck and lick. Uh, uh, I mean, but if you right. did look at like nasty kissing, like that sort of is, those are the exact adge or, uh, adjectives what that you would nasty use. nasty kissing? Or uh, verbs you'd use. Like movie? Yeah, like open mouth, like with a lot of, uh, I don't know, dramatic kissing. It would look like that. Sucking, Sucking and licking and a licking. face. Yeah. yeah, I remember when I was that age and like... The kissing scenes that I had seen on TV and movies, I was like, why are they like turning their heads and stuff so much? Yeah, yeah. And that's the, what it looks like. And keeping like, their eyes they open. Eating each other. No, wait, I was, that's different. Whoa. <laughs> what the that, hell was that? I don't know. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> 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 why are they. Step six. <laughs> why, why, why are they sucking and looking and just looking at each other's eyes? <laughs> I think I walked into a cannibal ritual. <laughs> Whoever, one of the one of the two was going to eat the other one first. So uh, I don't know. Uh, six is uh, six is get naked in bed and do more sex. <gasps> wow, that's, that's, I like that we're not even halfway through and already we've been in bed twice. Pretty unrelated. Can we get back to the fact that this is how you fall in love with somebody? <laughs> At no point have you learned That's any about worked. any hobbies. That's how it's worked for me. Yeah, you haven't okay. talked to this. The talk is not you, in here one time. You're not allowed to talk to each other at all. <laughs> yeah. It's all just... You're too busy. And you have to... Sucking and licking. And you have to, like... Spaces. You have to intercoitus. Like, you actually have to, like, link together before mouth kissing. Oh, I, thought, right. I thought you just made, like, you were going to say intercourse, and you said, oh, we're just going to have intercoitus. <laughs> <laughs> no, this... Basically, this, is li this list is all about... You have to dock in... Is that it? 
I don't know. Yeah, sure. Tab A into slot B. Yeah. And then mouth kissing can happen. And then you do more sex. Yeah. This is, well, kinda, this is kind of, I wonder if these kids have seen Pretty Woman because that's how it worked there. She wouldn't, she would do everything except kiss I, on the mouth because it was too personal. I want you guys to know that this is also how you meet a guy at a gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this kind is, of. This sounds like a Craigslist ad. I lived in Boys Town and a, I was actually thinking the same this thing. This is a Boys Town hookup right here for sure. This sounds like this sounds like a Craigslist casual encounter. This is how every Friday encounter. night goes down at Sidetrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stare across the room. Get close. Yeah. Ask if they want to do it. Start doing it. There was no asking. Do some more about it. Yeah, there's no asking. There was no Let's asking on this list. Oh, that's right. You just, <laughs> just, you just kind of both nod at each other. Then you start. Yeah, you just find the nearest bed and you Inter- start relationing. so... Much more realistic than I want to talk about right now. Go this on. Is, this is like this is like a it's Craigslist terrible. casual encounter. Is, ad I mean, it is written by an illiterate person giving dictation. But this, go, Will, just go, please. So, step seven. Uh, step so seven. there's more relations there. This is how we fall in love, and we're uh, only in step what? six. Seven is go dance and put your noses together. All right, the yes. shit. Gay bar. Yes. Gay bar. Go on. Eight is you go in bed forever and then kiss forever, which is getting married, I guess. Lesbians at a gay bar. Go on. <laughs> and then uh, nine is take a shower together and kiss. All right. But I think that the kind of these stages are pretty accurate when you think about they the, really are. about how a, a real relationship ends I'm up developing. I'm thinking about my relationships. And oh, going pretty much the same way. Step Sorry, ten is give each other rings. So, the, so they're cohabitating before marriage again. Gay. Give and, each other ringworm. And then, <laughs> and then eleven is go to the pool together, which I can only okay. assume may so, mean great. That, so go to the pool together. This list is officially what one does at a bathhouse because yeah. these are all things one can do at a bathhouse. Yeah, it's like my estranged father just talked about his trip to Taiwan and they wrote it down. <laughs> I mean, it's. What does the pool have to do with anything? I have no idea. The problem is these are second graders. Get married. Yeah. I mean, that is terrifying. Rick bringing up the obvious, yeah. It's terrifying. How Mm -hmm. accurate it is. No, that they're all run-on sentences. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say that all these second graders went to a gay bar without without permission. No. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, Why did Rick write them all down? No reason. <laughs> so uh, this has been the Will Show. Everybody, go try, go try to fall in love. Rick is trying to do the stare. Failed at step one. Would You're you never... like to go on a date? <laughs> You're never going to get the links. Bah, 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 bah. Intercoitus. That's right. <laughs> Here's a, a ring. Let's go to the pool. Want to <laughs> suck and lick? You want to get in bed forever, but right after that, we're going to go to the pool. Saying you're going to get in bed forever and kiss means that's just something like a creepy person. Like, they're just going to kill you and share a coffin. I can't wait to sleep with you forever. I feel like the maybe ground. these were Michael Jackson's instructions. <laughs> if you read them backwards, they're not as bad. Just like, go to the pool. We're going to go to the pool. We'll give each other rings. We'll take a shower and kiss because we just got out of the pool. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to bed and kiss forever. We'll dance and put our noses together. So, so far, it's like, oh, this is a cheerful children's type thing. <laughs> Get naked in bed, do more sex. What? Kiss and <laughs> sucking and licking and go to back to bed and do more sex. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, no, and then all the joy falls out of the marriage. So you have to go ask on a date to bring some of that back in and then you get Somebody close. Else? But ultimately, you just end up and staring, staring at, at the someone person. across yeah. the door. <laughs> and it's an evil stare. It's yeah. not. Not a, it's not a. This is like the Benjamin Button of dating. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, this has been the Will Show podcast episode thirty-five. Trace Atkinson says, "I think I'm gonna. I love that name. Uh, thank you to Rick Rangelovic for being here. Yay. Famous photographer and improv comedian at Comedy Sports. Chad Woodward, hey, improv comedian, beardless non-photographer. I don't. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. go check them out there. Lindsay Sprung, thank you so much for being here, my co-host. Also yes. beardless. And uh, I'm Will. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs> it's the Will.